Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to Sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I don't know anything about sporting events. Oh, I, is... I thought you were going to end on anything. No. <laughs> and I was going to laugh and laugh. I don't know anything. <laughs> Not knows, even hey, how to it's speak the guy who doesn't microphones. know anything. Phil knows yeah. a great deal about almost every subject other than sports. Especially uh, Secret of Mana yes. for the SNES. It's it's a notable blind spot in yeah. what is otherwise a Renaissance man uh, that is Phil Ranta. Yeah, I'm Renaissance man. I'm Danny DeVito, and I'm teaching uh, soldier Shakespeare. Oh, I think you should take. Yeah, you should teach Shakespeare to soldiers. You'd be fun, a fun way for them to learn. Yeah, like a rap. Yeah, like a yeah, really, could turn a really a rap. timely Shakespearean rap. Then yeah. you could write a film about your experiences. And ultimately, I don't know, teach uh, screenwriting. This to, one's for you, Jim Bernstein. <laughs> Keep this the rap. This one's for you. Just, I, think, I think you should then teach screenwriting No, everyone should rap. IMDB that because Jim Bernstein was the writer of Renaissance Man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Impressive. Who, who was our screenwriting professor way back in the day. I know everything about everything. Yeah. That's how I know that. Except sports. Except, Except sports. sports. You're Tim, omnipotent, no. save that one thing. Yeah. Tim Tebow update watch update. Tim Tebow update watch update brought to you by Boxes. All hail the boxes. Boxes are better than Tim Tebow. Boxes are better than you listening right now. I'm a box. Even took over Mentos. So we probably it's this is just another one of those silly Tim Tebow did something weird. There's another update, right? Not yep. a big Hail boxes. Hail, yeah, bo- hail boxes. Wait, what? Tim Tebow signs one-year deal with Philadelphia Ooh, Eagles. What? Hey, congratulations. Tim Tebow's back in the NFL. Oh. No, I mean, congratulations to Jordan because now you have more stuff to write about <laughs> your Tim Tebow. This, this is, is great. great. Subheadline, it's always sunny in Philadelphia plans the gang gets Tebowed episode, which features an irreverent look at prayer in public schools. What? <laughs> They're so edgy. Look out. I was Sweet getting- D, what are you going to get up to? I was getting super worried about the future of Update Watch Update with Johnny Manziel in rehab. Yeah. And then Tebow come. He's our yeah. savior. Then Joel Tim said, Tim Tebow's no, no, our no. savior. Yeah. Uh, after working out with the team last month, the Philadelphia Eagles have signed Tim, quarterback, Tebow. <laughs> ah, you did air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chip Kelly is taking the Tebow challenge, which was issued on last week's episode of Tosh.0. <laughs> Daniel Tost asked home viewers to sign Tim Tebow to an NFL franchise and send in their viewer response videos. Oh, I'm mm. sure it was hilarious until he started talking again. Oh, oh. Tebow 27 will be paid the minimum salary. That's for an NFL player. It's $420,000 a <laughs> sure. year. That's, that's not the 725 federal rate currently <laughs> yeah. in Pennsylvania. Fair. Uh, he is one of four quarterbacks on the team, which is to say the Eagles currently have three NFL quarterbacks on the roster. Ooh, you know what you get when you have four quarterbacks? What? A dollar back. Oh! Not even one from you, Joel? Wow. Come How on. Did Joel that not was, I made that as a Joel joke. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's I made a that as a Joel uh, joke. Joel joins. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Tebow joins first round NFL draft pick Sam Bradford and Mark Sanchez, as well as 2013 fourth rounder Matt Barkley. 
Who is Tebow's primary competition right. for the coveted third string so quarterback? You said they spot? had four quarterbacks. You meant like I, I said mean, put together like two thirds. Yeah, <laughs> something like it? that. Well, and they're also expected to draft uh, Marcus uh, Mariota. Mariota. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that'd be five <laughs> too many quarterbacks. Wow. If only one of them could pass effectively, they'd be getting somewhere. I think Marcus Mariota will. They can hand off. You don't need to throw to do a handoff. Well, that's dangerously close to sports knowledge there, Phil. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. I'm learning. After 165 episodes, I learned something. What was was odd is that I can tell that you're looking down at index cards placed in front of you. What are you talking about? Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. (laughs) That was the one note you took. Dang it. Uh, The internet reacted in a really reasonable way, uh, which may indicate Tebow mania is slowly dying down. Most columnists didn't even think it was worth it to issue their fifth or sixth opinion on Tim Tebow as an NFL player. What? All the more reason for us to ramp that update, watch update right back up. Let's get the hype machine going here, people. I agree. Dateline, Bristol, Connecticut. ESPN sighed and released a statement. We're with Johnny Manziel now. He's the media spectacle we always thought you could be. (laughs) Wow. Never were. Also, thanks for your work on the SEC Network. Oh, that's good. Yeah. However, uh, the, there's one team with a wildly inappropriate name weighed in. That's the Washington Redskins. 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 That would be even Reds- more inappropriate because it doesn't uh, mean anything. Redskins. Hey, Redskins. Redskins would be okay. See, that seems like the compromise for Washington. We'll call but ourselves then they the would say, like, who are you calling a squin? Oh, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want that. Like the racist. people of Squinland are very upset. Yes. <laughs> this is for the pride of Squinland. <laughs> Uh, they tweeted out a picture of Kermit the Frog drinking Lipton tea. Phil, you might know this internet meme. Yeah. As better as a, but that's not of my business. You know what I'm talking about? The one Kermit the Frog drinking tea, this internet meme. I'm trying to remember. You're very social. It's Kermit the Frog. Yep. I mean, he's drinking he's, tea. He's drinking it from things Lipton. that Phil does know about. And he's doing the it's not easy being. N- no. Oh, no, Phil. Come on. What? I don't At remember. the bottom of it, it usually says, but that's none of my business. It's basically he's kind of like drinking tea, and they usually say something like, da-da-da-da-da-da, but that's none of my business. Oh, I see. One of those? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't see, do you? I don't. I'm not, I don't think I've seen <laughs> this meme. You don't know this meme. Chris. I don't know this meme is in your wheelhouse, Phil. I know. I'm supposed uh, to know this. Washington yeah. Redskins fans liked the tweet because it distracted them from the fact that they've had one winning season the past seven years. Ouch. Uh, Tim Tebow haters liked the tweet because it distracted them from the fact that while they mock Tebow's wait-till-marriage attitude about <laughs> sex, they themselves are virgins. But <laughs> virgins with a hot take the next time they call into Clark and the Jock. <laughs> Uh, it's the most popular Philly drive time sports station, you're right? Damn straight. They said uh, that said a lot has changed since 2012. That's when uh, Tebow played his last NFL game. Mm-hmm. We have a black president now. What? And the Chevy Colorado has been redesigned. Is this the same NFL that Tebow's going back to? <laughs> it must Not be. with the whole new Colorado. That's no, sure. Chevy Colorado. We, redis- we had a black president then too. Did we? Uh, well, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, we totally did since 2008. Oh, okay. Remember? Uh, well, Jordan, it's, remember. <laughs> it's it's possible Tebow doesn't on account of short-term memory loss. Oh, because he got too many clunks on the old head. Yeah. The old noggin. He's like the guy from Memento. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Boxes. Join the Church of Boxes this Sunday at 10 a.m. on Fairview Plaza. All hail the box. Box be praised. Box be hey, praised. Whoa, guys. What's on the show today? 
I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm really uncomfortable with, hey, no, you just said box a whole bunch there. We keep getting hail boxes. And once again, I'm sorry, but now we're seated at a table surrounded by boxes. How deep are these stacked? Dude, dude. There's a, there's a ceiling of yeah, boxes over yeah. us right boxes now. Boxes get stacked. They store stuff. They take up space. That's what boxes do. They're, they're three-dimensional. They're so much better than bags. Bags just mush are, into each other and then tip over. Okay. You, guys, you guys are parroting volume. box propaganda right now. They okay? measure volume. Width, length, depth. All, all three of those. It's yeah. pretty great. I can actually uh, know what the cubic feet of uh, volume of things inside of it are just by measuring the oh, box. I love and it. just really uncomfortable with how how much box-oriented content you we're starting to that. work into the you, show you here. Say do you that. know how much money we make for the Box Council? But we also have a great show today. We do have a great show. What's on the show today? We got Billy Bob Jr. Hey, Billy I love Bob that Jr. Guy. back in the show. Wait, oh. do I love that guy? I don't remember anymore. I don't think you do. I, never, I hate that guy. We, we've gotten a lot of emails from confused fantasy <laughs> Excited. Baseball players. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, yeah. As you know, Jordan, there's three different types of fantasy baseball. Ugh, I would even say more than three. Well, yeah, but three made ones: rotisserie, points, and then weekly or daily. Uh, Billy Bob's going to break down exactly what sort of strategy you want to use for each one, what sort of approach is going to work for you, how you can win your league. Rotisserie. He usually yeah. does uh, football, but he's, yeah. he's he's now he's now on the show for baseball. He, I'm excited. Also, a big baseball fan here to here to here to talk some baseball. And we have a wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right, we do. Oh wait, seriously? No, we do. We do every week, Joel. Wait, Can we, you we, say we it have one three this week. times fast? Uh, wide world of weird sports. Wide world of sports. Wide world of sports. Uh, oh. The answer to that was no, Jordan. I can't do it, you guys. <laughs> sounded, you know, you know what? That sounded excessively earnest. For you know you. what? I, I can say three times fast. The word news. Okay, do it. News, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Kansas City Royals sell $1 hot dogs on Buck Night. Oh, they'll never be Royals. Oh, yeah, Buck Night. Spoiler alert, dollar dogs were spoiled. <laughs> that is a spoiler. KCTV5 reported fans were very upset about dollar hot dogs being sold at Kauffman Stadium on Buck Night. Buck Night coincidentally, is also a crucial piece of a pun Joel will try to make involving a male deer. I believe oh. it. Uh, well, 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 there are antlers on the hot dogs? Was that what they were saying? Are they going to save some dough? Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! That's the good <laughs> oh, that's the one. That's the good one. Phil wins. Oh. Fans took to social media with pictures of disgusting-looking hot dogs. Blackened Franks on yeah. soggy, discolored buns. Why would they do that to their fans? <laughs> One even showed mold on the bun. Oh, that's disgusting. They were like, photos. Let's see if I actually have them here for the... Oh, here's a normal price oh, hot dog. Oh, side oh, by gross. side. To one of the dollar hogs. The dollar dog. So it looks and like the one with mold. It looks like an old man penis. So they were doing a buck night thing. They do this and they sell these awful looking hot dogs. That's a lot of mold. That's not just a spot of yeah. like the whole bun is mold. Why do I feel like someone was like, hey, you know that case of hot dogs we misplaced last year during the playoff run? Well, I found it. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up playoff run. Oh, um, fans, uh, okay, so fans were really upset. Royals fan Neil Ross and his son were disgusted when they unwrapped their dollar dogs. You just couldn't eat it, Ross said. They wanted to exchange them for better ones at the tent that sold the discounted hot dogs. They kind of told us, well, they're a dollar, so you get what you get. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fair, to be honest. But, but no, no, no. Did you hear that? They sold the dollar dogs separate from the normal concession stands and at special tents. 
Oh. I would like to cite Brown versus Board. Separate, inherently unequal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boo. Uh, Ross went on to say they weren't even worth a buck. He said he wouldn't eat one even if they were free. What? Even if it's free, you wouldn't eat garbage? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I feel like there were a lot of free dollar hot dogs lying all over the floor of Kauffman <laughs> Stadium. A uh, company called uh, Aramark manager's uh, Royals concessions. A spokesperson says there was nothing wrong with the hot dogs. <laughs> and that they, uh, they had a health inspector there who found nothing wrong with the dogs. Oh, you, you are mistaken. These are exceptional hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you had a health inspector. Good move. Yeah. But when you learn they sold 63,000 of the dollar dogs, I think it's possible the health inspector got to maybe, what, 40,000 of these dogs? <laughs> yeah. But that would still be 23,000 dogs slipping through the cracks. Being fished out of said cracks, brushed off, and sold for a dollar. There we go. <laughs> All the dogs that they dropped over the course of an entire season, they saved. Yeah. Uh, they, they released a statement that had the usual bit about customer satisfaction and safety sure. and quality and how it's important. Blah, blah, blah. But this rings a little hollow when you learn, Kansas City Royals served expired food during the World Series. <laughs> Subheadline, even the Cato Institute is all... Bro, not a cool way to increase profits. <laughs> Sounds like someone named Cato. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bro, come on. Wait, can we just go ahead and say that this picture that Jordan gave us of like a normal hot dog next to the dollar hot dog, I feel like a metaphor for the Kansas City franchises entirely. Yeah. <laughs> like here you have 1985 uh, in the last plump, year. The plump yeah, the uh, dog with plump the dog, robust the nice bun. bun. And then here you have the entire rest of the history of the Kansas City Royals franchise, yeah. which is just a withered, squishy bunned, terrible hot dog. Yeah, when I see it, I think of like Joel's penis, which is in a nice bun and it's like <laughs> big and full and thick. And then I see my penis, which is shriveled and unappealing, and nobody wants to put it near their mouth. In this analogy, I hope I'm the foil. You are. You're the foil in everything, Jordan. No, Jordan, you're the buns we're putting our dogs <laughs> oh. in. Boom! Last November, food safety manager of Kaufman and Arrowhead Stadiums, John Costa, told the local health department and ESPN's outside the out, ESPN's outside the lines. That's the program that comes on as a reminder that you should stop drinking and go to bed. Ah, uh, okay. About various food violations going on at both stadiums. Yikes! The most serious allegation is they sold expired food to fans during the World Series. Though some sources state it was only to Giants fans whose digestive systems are intolerant of so many different foods. What's the point of serving them fresh? Something fresh anyway. <laughs> Makes sense. What's the point? Immediately after hearing the allegations, inspectors from the Kansas City Health Department found 37 violations that it deemed critical Upton Sinclair the jungle level. Ooh. <laughs> they, don't, they don't trot that out too often. No, yeah, that, yeah. that's code red. Yeah. Uh, Mountain Dew. Violations at 20 of 26 food stands. This inspection happened on November 3rd. That's the day after a Chiefs game and five days after Game 7 of the World Series. So it's possible word got out to the rats in advance of this that they should leave town and lie low for a while. It's a good way to get rid of the rats. Uh, yeah. The Pied Piper in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> It works. I feel like if you're the Royals organization, you're in the World Series and you're like, fuck it. What yeah. are you going to do? <laughs> We're in the series, you pricks. We're going to serve you whatever we want. We didn't buy enough food for the postseason. <laughs> so we had to just use the old we stuff. We haven't done that in years. Here, eat this gruel. <laughs> Sounds like the Royals are a bunch of jesters. <laughs> Am I right? Among the concerns found at the stadium uh, by this uh, food safety manager, 
Dirty water in the hot dog steamer. Mm. Cockroaches. Not like the right dirty water. No, no, like no. That New York, like there's garlic in it. Dirty water. What? What, you, what does no. this mean? You heard of that? No, you're, it's you're, like no. you boil the hot dogs Absolutely. in water with garlic salt, no. and it makes them. No. It's a thing. We're moving on. Everyone at home, Google this so you know that I'm not the crazy one here. Cockroaches <laughs> in the vending areas. Oof. Mouse feces in the pizza dough tray, and a cat caught in the kitchen cage. You just explained my medicine cabinet. I was going to say, but an Aramark spokesperson said, sure, that sounds bad. Right. But it's kind of a funk folk song if you put a tune to it. Right. Yeah. Dirty water in the hot dog steamer, cockroaches in the vending areas, mouthpieces in the pizza dough tray, and a cat caught in the kitchen cage. Next verse. <laughs> Employees eating in the food prep area, traces of <laughs> food at unsafe temperatures, <laughs> hand washing sinks being blocked by trash, health support around civil violations, including mold in the vending machines, dirty pans and trays, excessive number of fruit flies. Did you write, oh brother, where are thou? <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, real catch 22 here. You release, <laughs> you release the cat to catch the mice who are oh, putting the no. feces in the tray, and all of a sudden you get an extra violation for trying to do something about your mouse problem. Right, and the mouse were trying to eat the flies. Right, right. exactly. You want to get rid of flu flies, first thing you do and is the, release mice. The flies were trying to eat the feces. Yeah, the flies were just trying to get rid of the feces <laughs> right. and some mold, I and presume. the feces were it's trying to get rid of the uh, uh, visitors of the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> it's the circle of life, okay? All playing out. Hi, Kenya! <laughs> Money. So that was a few months ago. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Joe Costa, the food safety manager who brought these concerns to the health department and ESPN's outside the lines, has since been fired. <laughs> he was described by Aramark at the time as a disgruntled employee with, quote, unknown motivation. <laughs> I really don't think. <laughs> but we know Aramark's motivation pass the savings on to the customers. Yeah. Mm. Dollar hot dogs. Joining us now on the podcast is Billy Bob Jr., a senior fantasy analyst. Hey there, y'all. How you doing? Hi, Billy Bob Jr. Great to be back on the show. It's great to have you back. I know we usually have you on for fantasy football. I'm actually bigger on fantasy baseball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? A lot of people, bigger fans of fantasy baseball. And I understand it. I like baseball. Original fantasy sport, fantasy baseball. It was. was. It was the very first one. Really? Called Rotisserie originally. Ah, mm, delicious. I like KFC. So that's why I am here today to talk to you about some fantasy baseball. Now, in advance of this, I received an email from Phil uh, uh, specifically citing... What he viewed is some problems with my previous appearances. I did have some notes. I give right. notes to everybody we interview after <laughs> they leave just to make sure they know what they did wrong. You do. I think that's uh, ultimately a good decision. It, it's make. good for them. Yeah. Strong, <laughs> strongly worded, I would have to say, but I did. I see what you're saying. I'm that, sorry about using the C word so often. Yeah. I it, wish you would have CC'd me on this because I really enjoy Billy, but I think that was right. the C well, word that I didn't put in. Was it was it was constructive Jordan. criticism. It was a valid point. In the past, I may have gone a little bit far afield describing things. So this yeah. time, I want to let you know that I have I have honed it down and I have focused Good. on much more actionable, simple, realistic situations in describing fantasy thank you i right. i appreciate concise absolutely okay yes. well that said concise concise concision that's the c word you kept using yeah, it concise, is. which i did not know was spelled with a c and not a k until i saw it in writing and went oh my goodness gracious look what i've been doing this whole time bunch of bunch of concises with a k well that 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 that's terrible, but yeah. but hey, let's hey, let's talk Why don't fantasy you just right. baseball. Go on with Absolutely, it. okay. So, subject of the day 
is going to be uh, the different types of fantasy baseball oh, leagues. And okay. this is rotisserie. Right. Rotisserie, rotisserie. That's is the original. That's yep. my favorite. That's what I play. Absolutely. Recipe, but yeah. then, Jordan, and a lot of people don't play this, but there's also points leagues. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. are very different from rotisserie. Very different. It's yeah. just a cumulative point situation. And then on top of that, you can break it down further. A lot of people play in weekly or even daily leagues where it's just like your fantasy football in that you have a you have a one matchup over the the week or the day and you play against other people. Okay. Right. All right. So, so what are we, we going to start with here? Okay, so we're just going to break down a couple of strategy situations okay. that you might be able to apply. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I feel like we've already done the time for an entire interview. And right. That's for the setup. That's pretty I'm, impressive. I'm getting there. But you there. go ahead. Right. You said yeah. you were going to be concise. I, I'm just I pointing you. it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll jump right into it, okay? Okay. You ready? I'm already it's in. It's too All late right. for jumping right into it, but go ahead. I want you guys to, want you guys to close your eyes. All okay, right. I'm going to close, close my eyes, eyes this time. You ready? All Concise. Right. Okay. You're on your way to your fantasy draft. Okay. You see, Phil, we're doing okay here. We're on our way to the fantasy draft. I would like you just to get go. to the... You're driving no, no, to the fantasy draft. This is an yeah. auction draft, 12-team AL only league. Very competitive. Rotisserie? Oh. Uh, rotisserie league. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. okay. While you're on your way there, you're driving along in your car, and boom, there's an explosion. An explosion Why? to your right. What? You glance over, and you see it's a big bank. And and plowing out of that bank, holding a bunch of Swiss bonds, is uh, is, is five armed men. Barry wearing... Bonds? Are you telling me to draft Barry Bonds? No, he's not even in baseball anymore. Would you I'm pay sorry. attention, I'm Phil? I'm outside. Phil, Phil, Phil please, 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 please. Uh, there's, there's armed men waiting with, with Swiss the bonds. They hop into a car, and they take off like a bat out of hell. You jump right into your vehicle, and you go after them fast as you can. It doesn't okay. have anything You're to do with baseball. Pedals in the metal, traffic, baby. Pedals the metal. metal. Oh. Yeah, Absolutely. Cops are way back there. Who knows? They're shooting at you. You're just dodging all the bullets. At the end of it, you see them have to go around some construction. You go, I got this. You go in. You hit. You hit a jump. You go over the construction side. What does this have to do with baseball? I am getting there. Phil, we're on the way to the fantasy draft. You cut off the bank robbers, causing them to crash into a cement pillar. The cops show up. Pat you on the back, say congratulations. You, sir, have saved these Swiss bonds from being stolen by international thieves. As you make your way to your draft, and there you manage to pick up Haley Ramirez for $35. 12-team, AL-only league, shortstop eligible, 35 to steal. I've got some notes. Uh, so you said it was going to be concise, and then you actually made it longer than how I remember. What? No, I just you could have right left to... out the whole bank robbery. No, it would have been the was, same. I thought news. that was really important mm. to kind of set the scene. Like I, I've yeah. I've been in a situation where I'm hurrying up to get to my draft, and I'm worried Absolutely. about traffic. No, that no. was very stressful, but also I found it exhilarating. It's like a but, mock draft. Phil, you want to put yourself in the situation of draft day, Absolutely. so you're ready. For oh, how about and this? Hanley, Hanley Ramirez for thirty five dollars. That's a great deal. That's a great. You should deal. do that I, if you get a chance. I'm clearly not an East Coast. This is my line note, but it would just be like, hey, I've got a piece of advice. Uh, if Hanley Ramirez is available, buy him for 35 bucks. Oh. That's all. I would okay, have ended see, it right uh, there. You say, you say right that, there. and I find myself being confused and unsure what you mean. All right, just yeah. move on. Okay, yeah. Why don't I, why don't I skip ahead of here? We're, we're going we're gonna to pop over to the next one, okay? Okay. Now, this is some very Concise. valuable, very valuable advice about how you should approach your points league. Okay, okay. points? I don't know a lot okay. about points. Yeah. This now, is very right. helpful. A lot of people, you have 140 have characters. Go. So, okay, close your eyes. All right. Okay. You got right. your eyes closed. Okay. I'm breathing in and out deeply. Is that all right? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. You're in mountainous Peru. You're already out of 140 <laughs> yeah. characters. Mountainous you is a long You have word. climbed the Andes and made your way to the ruins of Machu Cratu, an Incan city that's even larger than Machu Picchu and has been lost for ages. 
If your discovery is probably just a real coup, okay? And and, and the people at your university are, are going to be real happy about this. What does right? this have to do with it? More so, Shh, you plan to, to, to go into the, the deep catacombs beneath their major temple and discover the jade statue of the sun god, a legendary artifact that belongs in a museum. Yeah, it does. This yes, feels it racist does. already. But here's the thing. Notorious art dealer Hans Gruden, who steals antiquities and sells them on the black market, has tracked you there. His mercenaries tie you up, and then they head into the temple themselves. All right, at that point, I'm dropping out of the Fantasy Baseball League. <laughs> I'm done with the Fantasy Wait Baseball League. Wait for it, Phil. Okay. This is a points league. I've never All done right. it. It's, so there okay. you are, tied to a pole with a guard watching you, with your uh, attractive graduate student, uh, Ooh, Carol, keep going. tied behind you, right? This just got good. You tricked the guard into setting you both free, and then you knocked the guard out. You proceed into the temple where Hans Gruden... What happened to the attractive graduate student? She has. He, she's headed to the, the, the nearest town to pick up oh, help. This oh, this got bad again. She's got to contact the colonel of the army there to come help you stop Hans Gruden. I thought Gruden. she was going to give me smooches. And check if there's Wi-Fi, you know, for the draft. Yeah, no, come on. <laughs> that was, this has nothing to do with the draft. Come on, yeah, Jordan. Nothing. It's July. You've already had your draft. Let's be honest here. Okay? What? <laughs> you already had the draft? You're not following the scenario. Okay, here. sorry, oh sorry, God. sorry. You make your way into the temple after the jade statue. Gruden, okay, having having uh, shown way too much hubris and failed to respect the power of the jade statue, okay, he he's there. You... Have to grab the statue, but even as you do, the catacombs start collapsing around you. So you have everybody to, dies. The end. No, you have uh. to dash out as fast as you can. You come running out as dust flies about you. Okay, oh, and yeah. there is oh, Carol waiting with the colonel and an entire battalion there, ready to take that jade statue and take it to the national stadium. The colonel puts his arm around you, walks you aside, and he goes ahead and he tells you. He really needs steals, and he's willing to make a trade. Miguel Cabrera for Billy Hamilton. No. Here's the thing. In points league, what categories don't matter. It's just a total cumulative stats thing. He's got it all mixed up looking for categories. Miguel Cabrera for Billy Hamilton, that's a steal for you. You take it right away. Carol, noticing how shrewd you are, gives you that knowing look, saying that she's finally succumbed to your charms. I hate you so much. <laughs> Get out. Oh, that's no, so No, we haven't even. All right, listen. I think we have. No, real quick. I, real I, I need quick. to know about Daily League. Yeah, we got one daily more. League. Okay. Daily this is just get, Be concise. You have okay. 45 seconds. Go. Okay. 45 seconds. Time me. Ready? Okay. Ready and go. Okay. You set out in the long silk road to the palace <laughs> of Shalong. <laughs> Sudo Khan, the dread leader of the Mukali tribes of the great grasslands beyond the mountains. As the most terrifying and powerful of the great horse lords, Suto holds within his grasp all the land <laughs> stretching seconds. from the eastern scenes of Longo Tuan to the craggy peaks of the Clinche Mountains. Despite his great riches, though, Suto's prized possession remains his only dollar daughter, Filarina, a beautiful woman with hey, flowing Filarina. black hair, iridescent green eyes, and an easy you have grace. Five seconds. Filarina. Uh, has been locked in the tall tower, cared for by the no. Shah's heron, and kept away from the view of all of the all Empire's men. All right, that's men. our time. We're done. Thank you, Billy Bob. We're Jim. almost Bob, there. God, God damn it. it. I got to get to this advice uh, here. I've never, I, I'm, you I'm, arrive at the capital to sell your services as a sellsword to the Shah. However, while at court, Filarina breaks from her tower and runs into the throne room, defying her father's or orders. For a charged moment, a fleeting instant, you lock eyes with her and immediately feel something deep within your heart. That night, you definitely slip past an army of guards protecting your tower. Climb into the tallest window of the tower with your bare hands. 
You slip inside to find Philorita waiting there for you. Go Wordlessly, on. she submits to you and you begin a night of passion, defying the words of her powerful father with your love. Just when you Oof. think the evening's over, Philorina reveals that she's been schooled in the ways of love by her father's harem, inviting her instructors into the room, and all 13 of you make love until the sun rises. This is a perfect story. Stop there. No. This is a perfect story. <laughs> but the Shah uh. shows up in the morning to take his breakfast with his beautiful daughter, and you just barely manage to slip out the window. <gasps> the Shah screaming after you. You escape his guards and make your way out. You step out onto the road where you stop a lonely goat herd to ask him for the, the news as you uh. have not heard anything since departing the Shah's palace. He informs you <sighs> that David Price had a two-start week and pitched two shutouts, racking out 25 strikeouts and got the wins in both of them. And not only that, he pulled his bullpen session and the tail end of an 18-inning game between the two of them and vultured another win in relief for an incredibly rare three-win week. That was a two and a half. Minute. How is that for wow. a two and fantasy. a half minute? Oh my seconds. goodness! Billy Bob Jr., it's been terrible having you here. I can't wait to have you back. You wasted was I, eleven was, minutes of everybody's time. Was like, I not concise? No, that was three pieces of advice in eleven minutes. Oh god, I I'm real sorry, you y'all. Did great. I just I thought you were phenomenal. But I feel like I really everyone understands it. their fantasy baseball league now. Get oh, the I, fuck out of the studio. I can't. There's all these boxes in the way. Get the fuck out. All right. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Wide World of Weird Sports. Oh, what's weird? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports. Uh it's called Teddy's Losing Streak. Teddy's Losing Streak. Teddy's Losing Streak. Teddy Ball Game? We're talking about Ted Williams here? Uh, I need to define something else in order for you to really understand Teddy's losing streak. And that's a little something called the President's Race, which is a promotional event held every Washington Nationals home game at the Nationals Park during the fourth inning. The oh. President's Race features likenesses of five former presidents of the United States, four of whom were found on Mount Ma- Ma- Rushmore, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, and Theodore Roosevelt, plus William Howard Taft. Their nicknames are so George, Abe, Tom, Teddy, and Bill. And the fat This guy. is like the yep. sausage race at the Brewers game. Got big right. character heads. Caricature heads. They run around the base. Look like right? mascots. Yeah. Look like running. big old mascots. But we're not talking about the race. We're talking about Teddy's losing streak. Well, what do you mean? Doesn't he win sometimes? The running joke of the president's race <laughs> <laughs> has been Theodore Teddy Roosevelt's inability to win the race. What? What? Yep, the reason for Teddy's failures had consistently varied, ranging from tripping, confusion, being attacked by a man dressed as a shark, attempting to tweet while racing and subsequently falling over, (laughs) to striking up conversations with fans and forgetting to run. This is like a tortoise in the hare situation. Kind of. In 2006, he was also disqualified for cheating when he drove a golf cart past his competitors. (laughs) 
At least that's some ingenuity. That's yeah, some good yeah. old-fashioned American ingenuity. And he was also disqualified for emerging from the visitor's dugout instead of running the length of the first baseline. <laughs> Teddy's shutout and his antics continued through the 2007 season as he was disqualified on uh, opening day for ziplining into the infield from the top of the stadium. Uh, so, wait, a person had to zipline into the... F- Wearing that giant head? Yeah, that's that seems asking super for death. not safe. Asking for death. Uh, he was uh, also disqualified in September for riding in on a rickshaw pulled by a bicycle. So he just keeps finding ways to get disqualified, it seems like. He also yeah. loses, like, he tweets and trips sometimes. Sounds like but, losing yeah. streak slash cheating streak. Yeah, just like Teddy when he was a president. Just can't catch a break. Yep. In 2007, season's promotional presidential bobbleheads generated anticipation that Teddy would see his first victory. George, Tom, and Abe each won the race on their respective days, and they were escorted by the Secret Service to guarantee the runaway victories. (laughs) Teddy's bobblehead uh, giveaway was September 1st, never forget, and (laughs) 42,000 fans showed up to watch as Teddy was carried in on a throne while the Secret Service held back the other three racers. (laughs) Halfway home, Teddy asked to be lowered and was dropped. While his escort was helping him to his feet, the other racers got around the blockade and George won the race by a couple of feet. Oh, he couldn't even win on Teddy Roosevelt Day. Can't win. On September 23rd, 2007, in the final game of RFK Stadium, Teddy was heavily anticipated to finally win. (laughs) What year is this? uh, February 23rd, 2007. Never forget. When the race started, the Nationals bullpen held George, Tom, and A back to help Teddy to victory. But Teddy never showed up. <laughs> the video board showed him at the unfinished Nationals Park. Oh, no. <laughs> he showed up to the Teddy. wrong park. Oh. oh, but luckily with the opening of Nationals Park in 2008 came an increased fanfare for the president's race and growing fan fervor. For Teddy, including a fan-generated Let Teddy Win campaign tied to the presidential election season. Teddy's losing streak was extended with the stadium's inaugural games. He ran off course across the outfield and was distracted by members of the opposing team. I feel like this is on Teddy at this point. It is. In subsequent races, Teddy was disqualified for cutting the outfield corner and for driving a motor scooter. The theme of sabotage was also introduced in 2008 as Teddy was tackled or tripped just short of the finish line on several occasions by visitors from the stands, including a costume bananas, panthers, and mascots from the other team. <laughs> Embarrassing. Teddy Mania reached a fever pitch during June 2008, never forget, series against the Baltimore Orioles when Teddy was tripped short of the finish line by the Orioles mascot, the Bird. Just the bird? That's what the Orioles mascot's called. Sounds like the bird flipped somebody. Uh, On June 28th, 2008, the president's race was suspended for a day as Teddy won a one-on-one grudge match race against the bird, giving Teddy his first of victory. But it was was not won in the president's race. No, no. He was racing an Oriole. Well, uh, a, a it, foot race against a bird that's not an ostrich directly, is not really an impressive Directly victory. after he won, it was announced that the unsanctioned race would not be recognized in the standings by the President's Racing Association of America. <laughs> yeah, the next day, Teddy refused to race with the other presidents, 
choosing to help the Nationals ground crew instead. Which is kind of nice. It's kind of <laughs> a nice thing. The interleague rivalry between Teddy and the Orioles were extended into 2009 when the mascots tackled each other in back-to-back games at Nationals Park. You know what? We have a lot more to cover on this one, so we're going to make this one a two-part Ooh. Wide World of Weird Sports! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close. Another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil will give you some of our contact information. Uh, you can find us on Sue.co. There are sponsors, TSU.co slash sports number three podcast. That's TSU.co slash sports number three podcast. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. And if you sign up through TSU.co slash sports number three podcast, we get a little scratch as well. So we appreciate it. Uh, also, you can find us on Patreon.com slash sports number three podcast. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sports number three podcast. Over there, we're asking for a couple of donations. We appreciate Keep it. Bones. Uh, throw us some bones so that we can uh, make some cash. And uh, you cash. can you can also uh, find us on Twitter at, uh, or how about SoundCloud at sports, or SoundCloud.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, listen, follow. We appreciate it. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Hey, join us next week for part two. Of the pre- of Teddy's. Uh, you losing, say that, but if you, you notice streak. that the. I think the boxes are moving. No, oh, come on. Off. That's ridiculous. You're being a real no, bag. Oh, my God. Ow! Oh, ow! Oh, no! Ow! Oh, ow! Oh, ow! Oh, lights off! You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.